In this episode, find your perfect match in five days and how to understand that's your soulmate, that you will live with uh, the soulmate forever. Most of the people still search for the partners, but not for fun. I met so many actually friends on dating apps, Tinder. You, we met on Tinder, guys, and uh, 69% of online daters have experienced swipe fatigue. Because, for example, I have a match with a guy whom I swiped randomly. I don't like this guy. But still, as a result, to be a single. <laughs> I was thinking a lot. It would be so nice to start to find a person who you would just connect this way, based on interest in sport, let's say, or and uh, build some business together. What I really hate, and that's exactly the word hate, like, when people start playing games. So I used to pretend probably, as I said, uh, consciously or subconsciously, I used to do this just to impress. It's a red flag when a guy is not dressed up for the first date. If my girlfriends needed to save me from my dates. Like... Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wellness in Chaos. And today we have a special, interesting, exciting topic to discuss. Dating. Hello, guys. <laughs> dating. Online dating. And not only online dating, offline as well. But today we want to share our experiences, what we have tried, what apps we used what we liked or not and it's important to mention that we are not experts we are not psychologists or behavior specialists we just want to share uh what we have learned through our experiences and maybe something would be very helpful for you or your friends or acquaintances and we are not offering anyone any solution but just an open talk and just some food for thoughts. Exactly. Hopefully our conversation will be helpful for some of you and you will resonate with it. So let's get started. The number of dating app users is growing rapidly. In 2022, there were like over 366 million dating apps users worldwide. And this number is expected to grow to 441 million by 2026, it's massive number. And uh, we are not exception, fortunately or unfortunately, we are also using dating apps. And uh, let's talk about our experience using them. So, Maria, how is your dating life going in 2023? Um, yeah, so thank you for this question. And, and to be honest, I'm using dating apps already for a while since 2019 i think and i have tried so many of them and if we talk about 2023 for now i'm single yeah hello so i'm not like an expert how to uh how to find your perfect match in five days and how to understand that's your soulmate that you will live with uh, the soulmate forever no if we are talking about current time now i'm on a stage that I don't really want to use dating apps. I'm kind of exhausted and overwhelmed with the amount of time I spent to uh, dedicated to using the app or apps or really dating with someone, going on first date, introducing yourself, uh, trying to show who you truly are to this person 
on the first date, it's very difficult sometimes to uh, to present to yourself how you are because sometimes you feel not well or not super confident to show your 100% maximum or for another person to, when you meet new person, you need to ask questions. You need to deep dive into this personality, soul, how this person behaves, reacts on different situations. And when you, even if you are extrovert, I'm rather extrovert than introvert, usually it's not a problem for me to know new people, to meet new people, but dating has another kind of behavioral pattern when we date for a specific reason usually, not to have a new friend, not to find a job, but to find a love of your life. I'm I'm sounding very dramatic, very wide, but that's a fact. Most of the people still search for the partners, but not for fun. And now I have kind of a small break and I don't know, maybe this break will last one week, one month. <laughs> I don't know, six months, um, but I'm not pushing myself anymore. And I'm spending time more with myself learning myself rather than learning new people. And Dmitra, how is your dating life going on right now? Yeah, thanks for sharing. I definitely can uh, resonate with some of your points about uh, uh, being overwhelmed with using all these apps and dedicating a lot of time for this. And uh, yeah, I also, I, I also using dating apps and I've been using them for quite a while for different purposes. Uh, I met so many actually friends on dating apps, Tinder, you, we met on Tinder guys. And uh, for those who don't know, we met on Tinder. We are now really good friends. And I met, uh, I guess, uh, three or four more friends from Tinder. So it's not complete, uh, yeah, it's not a complete waste of time, but, uh, the fact that it's, uh, time consuming and energy consuming, it's, it's real, um, Swipe, swipe fatigue is real thing. And uh, in 2022, there was a study found that uh, 69% of online daters have experienced swipe fatigue or the feeling of being overwhelmed or, or, or just tired of swiping through profiles on dating apps. And it's quite a problem uh, because uh, like imagine if you think of uh, your time as a resource, you just spend your resources on just... Um, swiping and there is this thing uh, a paradox of choice it makes it for example when we have too many options let's say 24 uh, bits of jam to to choose from right uh, this person will will uh, unlikely to make a choice to choose anything from this list because there are too many choices and for example when you have four choices it's way easier to choose something right uh, so yeah, I'm using dating apps, as I said, uh, but usually I try to dedicate not much time to these applications. And when I swipe, I just swipe everyone. I swipe everyone. And then... What? Yeah, I swipe everyone. I will explain. Why? Because uh, I focus on the volume. And then when I get match, I decide whether I want to uh, meet this person or no. Because my time is super valuable. I don't want to 
check everyone and see if I like this person or no. I just swipe, 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 swipe until I will be running out, running out of likes. Then I decide whether I have matches or no. Crazy. So once, uh, like recently, I saw a video how uh, guys use dating apps. I thought that it's like a prank and uh, I couldn't believe that, that a guy is laying, watching TV, like laying on bed and there is his phone with, open with Tinder. He doesn't even watch inside the app. He just swipes right, right, right all the time. Like he doesn't care. So is it like that? Yeah, but uh, look at it this way. Let's say you did uh, 50 swipes, right? You didn't, need, you didn't go through uh, profile description at all. But once you have these matches, you have out of uh, those uh, 50 swipes, maybe 10 matches. And then you have a, a, sh a smaller range of choice. You just go through those 10 matches and see if you want to meet some of those guys or no. I don't see anything uh, bad about it. Uh, for me, um, like, usually I still, for example, I'm using right now only one dating app, Hinge. There is no possibility to swipe unconsciously in this app. And uh, that's why it's so beneficial for me and for other users who respect. Kind of, for me, that's a way to respect my time and use it in a proper way. When you, firstly, you are limited for with 15 swipes, with 15 uh, swipes per day, if you have free version. So you not overconsume your time there. Next thing, uh, you can't just swipe. You need or like picture or like uh, comment description on anything or answer the question because we can ask each other questions and that's how you start the conversation actually. But there is no no swiping that uh, brings like zero attention to this personality, to this person. And it's not about pictures, but just in general, how person writes, um, what information they put inside. Yeah, so I never, like, uh, yeah, I would never swipe like this unconsciously. Never did it. So you think it's bad? For me, uh, for me, yeah, for my soul, yes. I feel drained even thinking about this. Why? Because, for example, I have a match with a guy whom I swiped randomly. I don't like this guy. And I see this match and he starts writing. And I'm not responding. Why? So the problem of dating apps, when people have matches and they don't reply each other, because people don't make conscious decisions. And then people start a little bit suffering from this when there is even a match, but still people do not continue the conversation, don't answer questions, and don't communicate. And you already start a little bit thinking what's wrong. So if this person liked me and now something changed immediately, what's wrong? Why people waste their energy on other people? Even it's online. Yeah, it's online, but um, still we create like little bounds, I think, at least. For me, it's like this. I don't say that I have connections with any swipe I have, but I try to make conscious 
decisions and I if I see this that this guy is not my type at all, I'm not trying to waste my time and his time and he started a conversation, I'm not replying. It's a bit sad. Yeah, but you can just write, sorry, I think it's uh, will not work out for us. <laughs> Why? Like, so you matched and five minutes later you, you changed your mind. No, if you, in your example, if you see that guy is messaging you and you're not replying, instead of giving him uh, false hopes, you can just say that, sorry, I guess it will not work out. I have never tried your strategy and, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't really want even to try I like I don't know maybe people who will listen to this maybe they can share their experiences but for me just swiping randomly yeah guys uh, yeah if you, if you have any experiences uh, share it on our uh, podcast pages Instagram YouTube uh, leave, leave, leave us your comments uh, with a disagreement or agreement about any of our points but still as a result to be a single <laughs> Yeah, the same, you know. <laughs> have different strategies, but uh, as a uh, single, what do you think? Like, what role does social media play in online dating? Because, uh, yeah, just want to add that uh, seeing all these happy people on social media, those uh, gold couples, uh, happy couples who do something together, travel together, do all these reels, you know, YouTube uh, shorts. And it seems like uh, they have a happy life and you try to compare your life to their lives. And you want to, even when you look for a person, you kind of uh, take values of those people who you see on media and take it, and take it for yours. And you want to find someone who will do the same things uh, with you. And you just get into a trap. As you know, being skin positivity influencer means be aware a lot about what you see online and what's the real life behind. So actually, I'm not this target audience. I even don't see in my recommendations such perfect lives, perfect couple goals and so on. I just know about my friend situations, uh, what is going on with them, and my surrounding, but I don't even see this couples online so there is in my case there is zero influence uh, from social media on me and um, i'm influenced rather by conscious choices and people i meet with whom i talk uh regarding dating relations yeah what's about you what do you think well i think uh, in the past yeah, I used to see uh, social media profiles with uh, people I follow and they showcase their relationship, their partner, they do follow together, how they travel, enjoy some maybe healthy food. And it's uh, when they're doing something that uh, you also do, like you do it anyway, but, but alone, you feel like uh, you want someone who you will, you would share these this things with, uh, with someone, right? And you start to, I guess it's, it used to upset me quite a lot because I didn't have it. That's why I was, I was getting upset. But right now, since I use social media less and I started to be more, I guess, uh, uh, self-aware, self-confident, 
and it doesn't affect music the way it used to. I see very often, for example, not on Instagram, but again, see these couples on YouTube. And for example, you see a vlog. There are so many bloggers, YouTube uh, video makers who film vlogs about their families, about their couples, about their children. And um, to be honest, I even can't imagine how is it to film your private life all the time and showing this perfect picture. And when the camera stops working, then there is just another situation. I have never shared my personal life online on my page. And uh, I don't know if I will ever do it or not, maybe when I'm already married. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I feel like such a stress even for me, like witnessing how people are literally performing. What do you think? If it works for someone and there is nothing uh, wrong about it, I think it's okay. You can't just uh, reject all the information that is uh, somehow affects you in a better way. You just have to have the right attitude to take it the right way. There is this guy I really admire. He's a really big uh, person in uh, marketing, Alex Hormozzi. He was sharing quite a lot about his uh, relationship, his wife, and how they met. So basically, they also met uh, on an online app, dating app, uh, Bumble. Bumble? Bumble. Bumble. Bumble, yeah. And he was really straightforward. He said that uh, something about uh, that uh, about overlapping interest because he was in sport, she was in sport. He suggested to meet and they met and he just offered her, okay, there's obvious uh, interest overlap. Let's build something together. And they started to base this interest, they started relationship and they have business together. And uh, yeah, this interest like sport, it connects them as well as business. And I was, yeah, I was, I was thinking a lot. It would be so nice to start to find a person who you would just connect this way based on interest in sport, let's say, or and uh, build some business together. But he was straightforward. You know, like uh, even being straightforward doesn't mean that always another person will react on that. I'm very happy that they matched. She was ready for him and he was ready for her. Um, yeah, but sometimes even when you meet your person, this person should be same mature, uh, like in inside, to agree that yeah, let's not waste each each other time. Let's work on our relations together. You know, when when another person is not escaping from you, not manipulating you, uh, even if it's a perfect match. For example, doing sports, having same interest, but this person is not mature and uh, tries to hide something or what I really hate, and that's exactly the word hate, right? when people start playing games with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm super happy when couples find sincerely op- with open hearts with uh, open souls to each other without any play, without any mask, but they are who are truly are in that moment, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really 
amazing. I think it's a real rare thing, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Why do you think it's a rare thing? I don't know. Sorry, guys. I don't know the answer. <laughs> but, well, um, you said that uh, you hate when people start to play games and kind of pretend. Yes, and a lot. Since you said it, I assume that's a common thing. And opposite to common, rare. That's why I said it's rare. Mm. Yeah, I said rare because uh, it's based on my personal experience, and it's just uh, really hard, really hard to actually get to the point when you can just be in this uh, communion. The word communion. Your favorite word. The moment of sharing or exchanging some in intimate thoughts and feeling when the exchange is is on a mental or spiritual level. The sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings when the exchange is an is on mental or spiritual level. I, I think it's a it. very beautiful feeling. Yeah. And I have a question regarding this topic of pretending. Um, do you feel when people pretend on the first dates? I think people do pretend on the first date. Because not pretending is probably being yourself, right? And it's it's hard to be yourself even on the first date. And maybe consciously or subconsciously you'll be pretending in some ways. I don't remember myself pretending, but uh, I still believe I was doing some something unconsciously. It wasn't uh, usually for me as being myself. You mean trying to impress? Trying to impress in some way, just trying to make this person like you. I think it's quite natural. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, you're special. I think when people start pretending from the first date, and then you need to keep this pretending later and later, and in the result, already you are together for a long time, and you still try to keep this mask, but you can't keep this tension forever and you relax and you show who you truly are. And then you are scared. Are you going to be accepted or not by this another person? Yeah, it's true. It's true. So I used to pretend probably. As I said, uh, consciously or subconsciously, I used to do this just to impress. But right now, I don't do this at all. Even have a date. I don't usually dress up like I just uh, I, I can go to on a date uh, just right after my gym with my backpack. Just I just want to meet this person and see if I like uh, being her company or not. If I like, maybe on next date I will I will dress up <laughs> or not. <laughs> oh, it's so different, you know. Like also in terms of cultures, uh, for some girls. It's a red flag when a guy is not dressed up for the first date. I'm talking more about Slavic culture, not only Slavic, but it really depends. In Germany, it's not like this. First date, it's something usually very casual, and only when there is already some kind of match interest, then it could be something fancier, restaurant, dressing up, but first date is casual. But for many people, uh, first date, it's very 
it's like a venue, important thing when you need to dress up, uh, go to fancy restaurant or to maybe gallery or another stuff and just to spend your date in a real, real, true date way. But I don't like this anymore either. Germany changed me completely. So what's your what's your perfect date look like? It's a good question. Um, usually, even though it's written on my Hinge profile that I don't like boring, typical coffee dates. So in Germany, there is like a thing, Spazierengehen and coffee trinken, when you just go for, for a walk and drink coffee and it's super typical, boring thing and I don't like this. But I like to try something new on a date um it's like for me win-win situation even i don't like the person so much but at least i tried something new for example go to a new gallery or try new sport for example recently i tried not tried but uh it was for a while i didn't do that i did uh indoor climbing on a first date and it was cool or uh to go to a new coffee shop where I have never been, and uh, or visit another area of Hamburg. Yeah, I live in Hamburg, so I will get some new insights. Um, yeah, usually it's like this. And for you? Yeah, I really like the idea of uh, indoor climbing on the first date. Uh, I have two actual opinion. Two opinion. So first, first one is going the first date going just to a boring place coffee shop okay it can it can be nice can be special but the idea for me just to uh having a conversation with this person and see if i like her or not just being focused on the conversation that's what i want and even if the atmosphere is kind of boring but if you are guys if you engage in the conversation it doesn't matter another opinion uh, going to such places like uh, indoor bouldering, it's super fun. And when you have a first date in the, such places, you kind of uh, base your first experience on some specific emotions. For example, you're climbing, and she's climbing, you kind of try to support her or just uh, showing some support, and she will remember it. Exactly. And it's, it was like this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's very not nice moments. So those two opinions, they... Uh, all have a right to live and it's up for you how do you prefer spending time but the thing or to go yeah or to go on a fancy date if you want <laughs> yeah but the thing is that you have to really experience this person and see if you, uh, you enjoy conversation with her or with him or not but don't do only one date it's super hard to discover this person only on based on the first date because people usually feel reserved, awkward, and uh, if you want to really make a solid decision about this person, just uh, meet him or her at least two or three times. Do you agree? I don't agree with it. No. No. Why? No. Sometimes I feel immediately that it's not my match. So why do I need to go on the date again? We don't have any even any normal conversation on the first date. We don't share common values or or you feel not comfortable with this person. Yeah. That's all. You don't need to push 
yourself through if you don't like. I mean, if it's like you don't know, you're not sure, yeah, go again. Like, But if you don't like the person, sometimes my girlfriends needed to save me from my dates. Like I was <laughs> texting them, girls, <laughs> I have a not very nice date. Actually, what you said makes sense. If you have like a total opinion about the person straight as a first meeting, like it's not your match, yeah. In this case, yeah, there's no reason to meet this person again. But if you have like doubts, uh, mixed feelings, then in this case, it's worth meeting this person again. I have one interesting thought in my mind and that confirmed by different experiences, my experience and not only. For example, I had a date. I don't remember when, maybe six months ago. And it was nice from my side. I liked uh, to communicate with the guy. We went to a museum, then to drink tea. And uh, afterwards, I'm not this girl who is waiting all the time for the first step. So um, I didn't wait his message uh, to reply after the first date uh, that thank you so much. It was nice. I decided to text him because uh, it was a nice date. So I texted him. Yeah, thank you for the date. It was super nice. Then we uh, continued a little bit the conversation, and he wrote me honestly that, or not honestly, that you know, right now I don't feel that I'm ready for relations. And usually, when um, people write like this, it means that they are not ready for relations with you. Not like in general. If it's a real match, they are not going to write this. Mm -hmm. They will try to meet with you again and again. But in this case, even it doesn't really work to try to push something from this person uh, with whom you are on a date because this person doesn't want to date with you. Yeah, because you meet this, you met with this person, you showed him yourself, your personality, but for some reason he didn't accept it. And But it's his problem. Just, yes. You just make sure that this person is not, it's not right for you. In the next episode, we continue talking about dating, specifically why we swipe people who look like us, why I never choose girls with selfies, and why Maria is blocked on Tinder. And we share our experiences with paid subscriptions on dating apps. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and ring the notification bell so you never miss our latest videos. Thank you for choosing us. We appreciate your support. Bye-bye.